Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Sfy Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, heute, I'm so excited to have on a Dreizig-year-old from Reutlingen, Deutschland. A 30-year-old from Reutlingen, Germany. His entire career has been in Germany. And he laced up for Team Deutschland in under 16s, 17s, 18s, 19s, and 20s, where he won a gold medal, folks. Started running amok in beautiful Whitewater, Germany, Weissfasser, before dominating with the Berlin Juniors. He then moved on to the powerhouse Young Adlers of Mannheim and won the championship three straight years. He started mixing in pro games with the Hellbronner Falcons, maybe pre-puberty as he was still an under-17. Mucked around with yours truly in 2012-13 and then helped the Lowen of Frankfurt, the Lions of Frankfurt folks, get promoted to the second league. He then set up shop with those Hellbrother Falcons for the next four seasons and became one of the captains. Since then, he has become a legend of Selb Deutschland, running amok of the Oberliga and winning the championship, vaulting the Wolves to the second league. And he is now the captain of one of my new favorite teams. Welcome to my shed, Richard Gelke. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for um, letting me join your podcast. I'm really excited. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. It's so cool to get back in touch with people I haven't seen yeah, in so long. The hockey world is so small, huh? Isn't That's it? Is? I, I, yeah. I get into how we know each other. I got your number from Shed Guy Bryce Reddick, eh? <laughs> yeah. Bryce, nice guy. So he's on your squad now, eh? His first year yeah. in Germany. Brings back yeah. memories thinking of my first year in Germany. That's That was a long time <laughs> ago for me. <laughs> Oh, is that a dog in the background? You got a dog? Yeah, yeah my, poster my little, picks. Um, yeah. Uh, you can see it really much, but yeah, he's laying there too, and he has to get some attention the whole time. So, so you got a frow? Uh, my girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this little puppy. He's still a little puppy, like one and a half years, kind of. So, he needs a lot of attention. He's like a teeny. So, yeah, I re I remember having a dog before kids, and like your dogs, like your kid before you have kids, you know. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, so I get in now. We know each other. We played together, 2012 and Dreizen. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 2012-13, folks. That's that is ten years ago, <laughs> right? um yeah i think it's um it was my second year in Heilbronn. i think i i checked it out um, research team got hot <laughs> yeah 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 i think we we reached the quarterfinal against um schwenningen in this year 
Yeah, and I just saw that you switched to those punks the next year, eh? You went to the DL with them. Yeah, yeah, they they wanted me so bad, and um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I had a decent series against them, so the coach wants to have me so bad. Um, That's cool. It was a good opportunity, I think, um, especially when they moved up to the DL. Yeah, uh, maybe it was one step too big at this time. Um, but yeah, anyway, it was a good a good experience, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And when you get those chances, you got to go with it. eh? Um, yeah. So other guys from that squad I've had on to the shed. Uh, Kazi, the Fatidiger, the D-man. Did you oh, know yeah, that when he when he came on, we were ranked number one in Israel. The shed was. <laughs> <laughs> He's the captain of Team Israel. And he like is playing in the world championships coming up with Team oh, Israel. Yeah? yeah. He's oh, the captain. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So He's still playing, huh? Just it, just that that he just goes back and runs amok for Team Israel as the captain, and then he wow. like works the rest of the year. <laughs> wow, cause he uh, yeah, he's a beauty. Such a nice dude, huh? He was such a great guy. Big, um, big, big dude. And now he's a legend of Israel. Pretty neat what <laughs> some of the guys you play with end up doing. Uh, another guy that I had on, and you know, for fun fact for the shed folks, he is the least listened to episode ever. <laughs> Who was that? Michelle Lavallee. The least listened oh, to episode ever. Yeah, Can you yeah, believe yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. he was the captain of University of Maine. He played pro for a bunch of years. And he's my least listened to episode. I find it interesting, you know? So a lot of pressure, eh? Keep I it got today. <laughs> no pressure <laughs> oh levy was a nice guy i remember fantastic Good. guy yeah that's yeah. who i try to have on or all the great teammates but you know looking back on that year we had a lot of great dudes on that team yeah i think so yeah mm-hmm. david danner came on yeah, he, runs, he, he runs a grocery store now uh yeah i know from uh Itica. yeah yeah, yeah. And like I, Freiburg, I played eh? against his brother this year Oh yeah, what's, yeah, yeah. I was gonna call him Simon, He's still but yeah, playing in, uh, Freiburg. yeah. Okay, and yeah, uh, David came on, and then uh, a guy that uh, you played with a lot in your career, Mapesy. Corey oh, Mapes yeah. came on. We just battle against uh, against him right now. So he's playing for Hellbrod still, eh? What a legend yeah. of the Falcons. Yeah, he's he's the new he's the new lawyer, eh? Yeah, the the new mayor, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um so you guys so that i get into how or what you're doing now you guys are in a serious fight with them i've been now that i'm a selb wolf fan um i've been paying attention now that i've met hersey and reds has been in the shed a bunch of times but you guys were up two games to nothing and now it's two two eh? and the lot yeah. looks like some close games yeah i mean um I think just the second game wasn't that close, but all the other guy, all the other games, there's like one goal game. So I think I um, expected that um, to be honest before the series because Hypon is a good team. I mean, they they reached um, the semifinals last year with a lot of the guys who are still there. So um, yeah, I still I still think it's a good series for the for the fans and um, oh yeah, it looks overall like, it. like the. The whole league is like so close right now. 
it's it's unbelievable that's like, good when the league's close eh? like there were yeah it's, <laughs> it's really close yeah, i remember really a year tight. when landsberg like was, was going bankrupt or whatever and they let all their imports go and they would just get throttled every night like get beat I mean, so that, badly that's, that's that was our experience last year um first year in the do too um it was a really really tough year like we had I think I had my biggest loss or my highest loss against, um, I think, Ravensburg. And I told my dad, I don't want to have that again. Um, How I think what was Sun the score? <laughs> um, I don't want to lie to you. I think 12 to 2. We had two lines, like literally two lines. And I think the next game we played Kaufbeuren, we had like kind of three lines and we got bust again. Like we <laughs> lost, um, I don't know. I couldn't imagine two. playing pro hockey with only two lines, man. I'm way too hey, fast. It was for that. crazy. Like every time, like on the face off, like this guy is like almost apologize um, that that we have to do, that we have to play this game kind of. Um, yeah, it, it really sucks this year. Like it was a really really tough year. Um, yeah, like I said, I had my highest well, losses. And I know um, I know what Europe's like though too. Though is those players like they do realize that their points matter to get paid for the next year and get contracts. So when they see a night like that, it's not like they're really going to take it easy because guys need to get their goals and assists, right? Yeah, it was a, you have to be honest as what it was a point night for them. Like we had, like I said, like maybe two lines and um, yeah. Um, our plus minus last year was just, a, it was just a shit show. It was a joke. Like, Oh, that's not fun. Was, you guys are doing crazy. much better now. eh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we like at the right time, we had like four lines, um, kind of like everybody got back from Corona and um, all those injuries because of overplaying. And um, yeah, we just got hot at the right time. And then we um, beat Bayreuth in six games. It was like a good end of a really tough um horrible season, kind of. So, um, so you guys was... beat Beirut in six games. Was that? Was their coach not Kevin Godet that used to be in Biedingheim? Um, no, he was in Batertz. Batertz got in the second round against Bayreuth. So did they not get relegated? Yeah, Bayreuth got um, – uh, um, Bayreuth um, beat, beat – um, Yeah, yeah, in the mm -hmm. second round. So we made it in the first round, and um, luckily we our season ended up in uh, staying in the second league. It was like – I think no, no other team got less points than than we did last year. But, but you ended up staying the, in the second league. Yeah. That's all. But and now you yeah. guys are doing much better. It looks like, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I was tied. Like I said, um, I mean, at the end it was like maybe nine points or something, and um, yeah, it's maybe three three more wins. You know. Um, well, you guys got tough. so you guys play tomorrow or what? Um, we play on Friday. Today is our day off. Um. Yeah. Yeah, we had four games now, like you said, and um, yeah, one day off and we get back tomorrow. Yeah, so training tomorrow and then the game for Freitag, eh? Yeah. And that's in Hellbron? Yeah, that's in Hellbron. How far but, away is um, that from you guys then? That That's okay. It's like around three and a half hours. That's a good probably a little bit. Yeah, probably a little bit more tomorrow because it's like a lot of traffic. Um, yeah, but I don't know why, but... On the road, sometimes we are way better than, than at home. I don't know if we are too excited at home. Um, I mean, we have a good crowd. We have good fans. So, um, yeah, sometimes I don't know. it happens that way. You always want to play good yeah. in front of your own fans, right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, it, I'm 
it's interesting now when I get back chat with you guys, like I wouldn't pay attention really to a lot of leagues or teams. And now that I get yeah. talking with guys again, now all of a sudden I care. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. Yeah. You watch it. Yeah, for sure. Like that's, when you that's know guys, do, you care. It's, yeah. It's also, weird how I get back yeah. in the game. <laughs> yeah. Also in NHL, you just, oh, I pay attention on those guys, um, on those teams where the guys are from Germany. Exactly. I'm just like, excited to see how they're doing and um, I think they do much better than years before For and sure. you see some guys like Spitze, Dreiseitel, Seider it's unbelievable what they are doing over there it is pretty cool and uh well geez the, you're kind of bringing it right up but like you were in Mannheim right the young Adlers the young Eagles um and that's where a lot of them got started right that's like a hockey factory <laughs> Um, kind of, yeah. I, I think like many teams are just saying like, yeah, they get the best guys from all over Germany. But at the same time, I think like um, we work the hardest uh, overall. Like, yeah, we got a good team every year, but um, we had to work our asses off. Like, I think no other team in juniors worked harder than we, we like we did. Like hundred. And, and what was and the coaching must have been pretty good too, right? Because they've been pumping out some players. Um. Yeah, I think it even got better um but at my time we already had like a full-time equipment manager we had like physios all over that um like practice in in games which is like almost like professional and that's not that that's not normal in canada minor hockey um i i don't know how it is over in canada but um like they had a budget it was over a million just for one team and we didn't get paid like we we get our equipment um we had like um, exhibition games in Sweden and Finland. Then we went to um, overseas to Canada to some tournaments. Who's paying so for this? <laughs> yeah, it was all like the, the organization, like the sponsoring, like from SAP. Um, they're putting a lot of money in there. Um, so did you have to pay to go to Mannheim or is it all they just like chose you? Um, you pay you pay monthly. It depends how much your parents um make are making how much they can afford so it's kind of like a scholarship but it's about like financial aid type thing like the idea behind it is um if if you have like um parents who can't afford like um giving you a professional um yeah how you say it well schooling whatever yeah um, you're still able to make it to Mannheim because then you get more like help from from them kind of that so I like because I when we were with Helbron, you were under mm-hmm. contract with Mannheim, and I remember yeah. our preseason was in Mannheim, and we got to go to that arena and practice on their practice ice, and like you see the facilities, and like that's pretty cool as a kid. So you would have gone there what when you're like fifteen to whatever yeah, twenty, um, I, yeah, fifteen to um, nineteen. I played one year overage. Like they they freeze the league because they said like the. The, the difference between like 18 and pros is too high. So they freeze the league for like um, four years now, I think. So it's under so 20. So you play junior. And, uh, yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. That's like what the OHL is, right? Yeah. And they freeze it in this year. So I said, um, I talked to my junior coach and he said, hey, stay another year. It will help you for, for the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at the same time, I was um, hoping for a contract in Mannheim, like at the, at, at the, the end. Uh, first league team yeah so um yeah that kind of figured out or that worked out but when you were with us in Hellbron, you were under like what so you were done with that then because you guys yeah. played with us full time then right but yeah that 
because in, in this year, I think we only, we could only change one time. So it wasn't like right now they call it Federlizenz. Right, where you so go up means, and down. Yeah, you can go up and down. Um, and then you have to do like 20 games in the DL2 to um, be able to play for the, for the playdowns, for the playoffs, whatever. But in our two years with Mapesy and me, um, we, I think the rule changed at this time. So uh, I gotcha. um, we kind of um, were allowed to change once. And I think the, my first year, they, they called me up and I played like, I don't know how many games in Mannheim. And um, everybody was like um, back to health in, in the playoffs. So I didn't play it anymore. And I couldn't get, go down to Hebron anymore, which, which sucks kind of yeah. for me for the first year. No, it would be nice to go up and down and to get that experience with the Mannheim guys because yeah. they get yeah. players in there, right? They ain't getting fat, short imports like me in Mannheim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's funny when you get chat around though is like when I, I think it was Mapesy who I had on, and I, I just had Marcel Neumann on my last episode, and he said he was yeah. your roommate in Frankfurt. But speaking how small the world is, um, he had given yeah. me a great secret Santa gift, which was a t-shirt that said man or machine, but we talked about that. But then um, <laughs> the other secret Santa that I know I got was at Hellbrod because Mapes, he sent me the picture of it and it was me in a diaper in the locker room. And that was it. Oh yeah. I remember this one. Yeah. Was it no, you I that remember, gave me yeah. the diaper? I was starting to think it was you. No, it wasn't me. I don't know who I had at this year, but it wasn't me. Well, I'm not going to get into why they give that better. to me folks. Right, I'm a deep sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of um, fun stories. I just uh, oh. got back when you when you called me for the for the podcast, and I just thought about PD um, when he came through the bus with the Snickers before the game. You remember this story? Not really. No, like on the road games. Uh, PD was went, the guy that like worked for the team and did everything they needed, right? Yeah, he was like the um, ice the Samboni driver and. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I our equipment manager and he I remember like yeah <laughs> before the game he walked through the bus and gave everybody one Snickers for the for the road games. I, I do remember that. Yeah, we get that every time. Um, you know what? I don't want to skip this over because Bryce Reddick and I talked about it. Did you know that from me talking to people in my shed, I've got chocolate thrown on the ice. Um, it started in Cardiff. Then the guy went to Denmark and they throw Twix on the ice when Matt Kruth wins games for Herning, Denmark. Um, but then Manchester Storm now has chocolatey storms after they win. So now I have it on like their whole team. When they win at home, they throw chocolate all over the ice. And it even happened in Sheffield, England. They had Kit Kat get that. But Reds and I were talking that I've never got chocolate thrown on the ice in Germany. And we were saying, no, if, if you guys stay up, if you guys beat Hellbron, the team that asked me to kindly leave Germany, <laughs> um, if you guys can beat them um, and stay up in the second league, Reds wants Kit Kats to hit the ice. I think we should do it. I think the fans yeah, should throw good Kit idea. Kats on idea. the ice as soon as you guys stay up, right? Even if it's yeah, in Hellbron, chuck them on the ice, right? <laughs> that's a good idea, yeah. Right? I like it. But it will be tough because um, the league is so strict to throw shit on the ice, you know. Oh. Um, you have the you have the one. Um, but if everybody one... did it, they can't kick everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they find a team probably, but that's that's <laughs> worth it. 
first staying in the league. It wouldn't be the it wouldn't be the team's fault, right? It's my fault. Yeah. Blame me. Yeah. Yeah. Right? What are they gonna do to me? You get a big fine then. <laughs> That's okay. That's worth yeah. it. <laughs> if I don't come back, I don't have to pay. <laughs> you yeah, can't find true. me. I don't play in yeah. the league. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Try it, right? <laughs> I think we should do it though, folks. Ah, it's a good that. it's a good try. Yeah. Oh, See what happens, like right? Good idea. So I better stick with how we know each other still, though. Another guy that played with us in Hellbron, that's a beauty. That is still playing and is now a legend, and he's a shed guy. Marco Mueller. Oh, yeah. He's he's the all-time legend in the DL, too. I know. Yes, he, he has the most of the games. Most games ever? Yeah, in the DL, too, yeah. Holy moly. And he's a shed guy, folks, right? Yeah, and maybe he still reached the DL level. Like, right, because Castle might just, win it, eh? Yeah, just eight wins uh, ahead of going up to the DL. I think they take him over. And, uh, yeah, he'd probably go with them, eh? He's a legend of Castle now, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Legend of Castle and the DL, too, I think. I think it's pretty neat, though, when you reconnect with guys that you played with and, like, I was, like, the old guy on the team, and now I hear about yeah. all these young guys becoming legends. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, yeah. You, Mapesy, Marco, you guys are all legends now, and you're all just the little puppies when I played with you. <laughs> yeah, eh? Uh, yeah, but that time. year, your line, the other guys that I knew that you guys were my boys, you know, you were the young guys. There was you, Kurthy, right? And then yeah. Igor, <laughs> Aki. <laughs> yeah. Aki, right? Yeah. I called him Igor because I said he played like Igor Larionov because he was too smart <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, he was a smart player. Yeah. Yeah, I bet he's a Good smart dude. guy. You know, people play hockey like their uh, their personality and their brains. I think he was a yeah. smart cookie. You know? Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he he stopped playing and studied something. I think he's too smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another guy that's on your squad now, um, Arter. Say, I played with him my last year of Beatingheim. Oh yeah, Archie. Yeah, he's a nice dude. I'm, Archie. I'm really... When did his name become Archie? When did this happen? I don't know. That's how I. How I remember it being my... Arturo, Arturs, or Drago, right? I don't know. <laughs> Drago. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he looks similar a little bit. A little no, bit. But, uh, really he nice looks just guy. like the guy from the movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy to have guys like him um, in the team. It's fun to play with him and hang out with him. So, yeah, he's a good that's dude. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, I guess one of your bosses is Herzy, eh? Who was a goalie yeah, when you played too, in yeah. Hellbron. Yeah. Yeah, we made the we stayed in a league with him too, yeah. And I was just on his podcast. It came out like yesterday. Pro hockey okay. pod. Yeah. It was episode three, folks. Yeah, I just listened to one with Pricey. Um, so yeah, I I haven't been on the phone too much the, the last couple days. Or You've been weeks, playing a lot so... of hockey, eh? Yeah, and I just want to focus on on the main things right now. So, um, what do you me, what do you do Instagram, on bus trips now? What are you doing for the three and a half hours? You sloughing? Yeah, just grab my pregame meal and then um, have a nap and um, yeah, just listen to some some music or some um, are inspiration. You pre- are you bringing your pregame meal? Um, most of the times we get some food. Um, you stop somewhere, is- right? No, we, we have it with us. We get it from a grocery store and they just heat it up for us. It, it changed. Um, like years ago, you just get like pasta or um, I don't know, 
but now it's like chicken, um, broccoli, some sweet potatoes. So it's really, it's They're really trying to make um, you guys all too skinny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember when we'd go on road trips in Germany, I, I would love it because we would stop at the best restaurants ever <laughs> and lunch would be incredible Italian pasta, like fresh made. And then you'd be dipping the fresh bread in, in the balsamic and um, yeah, oil yeah, and, and all that. Oil, oil, yeah. Oh, and then you get the basil out, you know? So, yeah, no, and, most of the time. And then we don't teams stop. would wonder why I'd sleep the whole way to the game. Well, because you <laughs> overfed me, right? <laughs> no, we, we take the food with us all the time so we don't have to stop for, for eating or something. That's brutal. Serious? I That was my best, my favorite part of the bus trips was stopping <laughs> and getting out and having the meal as a team. The only the only problem is if you have not have time to use the toilet after lunch before you got on the bus, right? Because there's no pooping uh, on the bus. And that's still the rule. That's still the rule. Yeah, still. So you got to eat quick so you got time, right? Or else yeah. you're, you're yeah, stuck. You're stuck till game yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And some of the no, roads it's... in Germany, though, right? You get into like the east side of Germany. There could be a lot of turning and whatnot, so you don't. You yeah, don't want to be stuck. You're talking about vice versa when you go off the highway, I think. Yeah, or Krimichau getting down great, there, right? <laughs> just turning roads. It's crazy. It is. Um. Anyways. Um, the other way we know each other, though, this is the last thing, is um, before I came to Hellbron, you did would have played against me when I was in Beatingheim, right? Yeah, I think my first year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so I usually ask where and what are you doing now? But we talked about that. You're in the best of seven relegation against Hellbron, and it's tied two to two, eh? Yeah. Jeepers, that's serious. So who who do they got? They got some play. Who, any player that like is good on their team? Um, yeah, they have like a decent, like a really good um, first line. Um, the Auslanders Jeremy... or what? What you said? Are they Auslanders or are they Deutschers? Yeah, you know, German Canadians. Mm. No, Those but punks, um, eh? <laughs> they, they have a they have a good two good imports in front, like Jeremy Williams. Oh yeah, um, that guy's still over there. Yeah, he's still there. He's a he's a top scorer, I think. Yeah, Jeremy Williams. That guy's been in overseas forever. I remember playing against him when he was in like Krimichau. That's a long yeah, time ago. He, yeah, he's still he was in the DL a long time, and now he's in in High One now. Yeah, he's, so like he's got to be he's got to be Alta IA. <laughs> yeah so um it was like a, like you said or like we uh talked before it's a tight series so um yeah we just have to stick through through our game plan and just um play with the lead you know be smarter with the lead um who's your coach yesterday, our coach is sergey Vasmiller. i don't think i know him yeah he's a um, russian um he came from memmingen Okay. And um, yeah, he moved up with Bayreuth years ago. Yeah. Okay. And he's been the coach there last year and this year, or just this year? No, uh, first year this year. Okay. So he's doing pretty well then. Yeah. Um, well, good luck. I hope you guys do it. And I hope there's Kit Kats on the ice. And I'll take the fine <laughs> league. If you got to find someone, find me. You can't find someone that doesn't make money. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Poster picks. What was that fish, man? Where were you and what was that? Um, yeah, that fish was I... huge and you were just holding it in the lake. Yeah, it was um 
last summer um, with some friends. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a fishing guy for like since I'm little kid kind of, um, and that was in a, in a lake close to Zell, like not far away, like one hour. Um, it was one meter eighty uh, sturgeon. That's a sturgeon. Yeah, it and was a big fight. So, but like you were just holding it. So did you just let it go then? Yeah, you have to. It was like a um, catch and release um, lake. Right, but that's so, um, that's a sturgeon. I didn't know what yeah. kind of fish that was. That thing's yeah. huge. It was massive. I was um, so surprised when it comes to land kind of so you were on land, like you were on the shore throwing it into the lake or are you on a boat when you do that um you you have to have a boat in this lake so um i drilled it on the boat and one buddy from me had to come with another boat and just help me because i had no i had no chance like i have a little boat yeah um, it was just pulling you around <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of it was crazy and also like the how long the did it to, take you to get it into the boat i think it was around 35 to 40 minutes you must be it was fit, crazy eh? it was crazy because you can't like that really... fish would have won the battle against me for sure conditioning would have become a factor again <laughs> yeah it was it was massive like i said it was my biggest ever so yeah that's crazy. I've never even seen anything like that. <laughs> yeah, you have some in, in Canada, I think. There is like a... Yeah, I didn't know um, that was that type of fish because I've never seen one that yeah. size. There's a river where you can catch like sturgeons. Um, they are like giants. It's crazy. So you're right into fishing then, eh? Oh, yeah. Summertime is fishing time. <laughs> Do you not have to get like a... You have to... So here in Canada, you have to pay to get a license, but you don't like take a yeah. test. In Germany, do you not have to like take a test? Oh, don't ask. I did it in Hybron. I had to wait for years to get it. Um, well, I'm pretty sure Dirk Robel wanted to be a fishing enthusiast and he just couldn't pass the test. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not that easy. I have to be honest. Um, like I That's said, ridiculous. People just want to have fun and catch fish and you're not allowed because no, you're not it's, good enough. It's crazy. You have some private lakes where you can go and just pay, um, but that it's not that much fun. You know, like most of the times you have some little... Um, kind of little fishes in there which you have to take home then and um it's just more like yeah i don't know it's it's not it's not this kind of fishing what i like right um, it's just strange so, that they make so many rules and make it so hard yeah. to fish like, yeah that's like a like a driver license you know and that's that's because you, you you so you have to take like a course right and then pass a test yeah I had, I had to um i had to go to um fishing school kind of like 30 hours it well, maybe crazy. that's how you catch the gigantic fish because I can't catch any fish. I go with my kids and I suck at it. Maybe I need yeah, a course and I need a driver's you know, the, license. The funny thing is compared to a driver license, you have like some some schooling and then you have some driving. And then in, in fishing, you only go like for schooling. And when you have the license, you can go fishing, but you never catch the fish before. <laughs> because if you if you try it in, in, in this fishing school kind of, yeah, they call it like, black fishing you know what i mean like yeah yeah it's yeah. so it's so it's so stupid kind it, it of. doesn't make sense at all it doesn't it, make sense at all so no, you have the doesn't. license and you're you have no experience with fishing but you can go <laughs> it's it's ridiculous it is ridiculous yeah <laughs> okay. next poster pick is your your dog your hoon that was in the background he's quiet down he must be sleeping hey eh? 
Um, but anyways, oh, you had him on the beat. My that's my that's my favorite thing to do. When I don't know what people do when they listen to the podcast or come to the shed to listen, but like I walk the dog a lot, and when it's nice enough, it's on the beach, and it's a fun time. Yeah, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. By the way, he's so quiet because he eats my smart hockey ball. What's a smart hockey ball? That's like, like for the stick, stick handling ball. Uh, yeah, but you know my hands, so. Um, you got good hands in the in the corner forever. So yeah, <laughs> you got good hands. You're just a puppy uh, when I played with you. I was that yeah, old that's true. <laughs> old guy, you know. Um, but so another poster pick was I think the year I'm with you in Hellbrun. You were wearing the gold helmet. Yeah, you know this funny story. I didn't had a. I think I didn't score the whole season because Rico Rossi wants to make a tough guy out of my myself <laughs> yeah you're a tough and, guy for sure <laughs> and i just had to fight and um yeah i think it was the second game in the in the playoffs and i scored my first goal of the season and um even up with um Caciola, i think in this time and they made fun of of it and then they said you have to wear the golden helmet <laughs> Yeah, no, okay, so that was in playoffs, so we even had to wear gold helmets in playoffs. God, that was stupid. Do they yeah. still do that? Do you guys have to wear gold helmets still? Yeah, we still have to have it, and I think it's a stupid rule because it's, it's a the stupidest. Team. It's a, it's stupider it's, than the fishing rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a team sport. Why you have to have a golden helmet? It's exactly. Like it's stupid. a team sport, and you're just being one of the guys, and there's I, no... I mean... If you want to know who's the leading scorer on the team out there, look at the program, and there yeah, should be one that says I the goals and assists. And it's and, like, why the goal... The, the, I, when I had to wear it in Beatingheim and other play, I hated it so much. I thought it was so stupid. Right? You're and it's like, why are you ever going to leave that guy open? But you are the target. And yeah. um, it it makes no sense for anybody. And like, when you just want to be one of the boys and then they put that shit on you. Yeah. Horse manure. Yeah. I, my experience. But it's cool that like... you got to wear it, though. So I guess you had outscored yeah. me in game one, you punk. <laughs> <laughs> After two games, for sure. I think we only had two games. I think we only had. Uh, we got put out five, and, eh? Uh, yeah. Schwenningen was good in this year. So I think we had only two goals in, in two games. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, no, we had we we did okay. We hung in there, right? Yeah, um, it was. Do fine. you remember was... at the end of the one game though, when we were winning the first game of the series? Rico and I talked about this when he came to the shed. Who was the coach, folks? Um. We talked about this. Was we were winning in Schwenningen game one. And a kid that hadn't played a shift all game, <laughs> the younger Billich, right? The the older yeah. brother got hit on the ice like hard, and he just jumped. And the over younger the brother jumped the bench and went out and took a penalty, <laughs> and he hadn't played all game. And then they got a power play and scored to tie it up, and then won it two to one. <laughs> I remember this one. I drove home with Mickey Hackert because I slept over his place all the time after the road games. And he couldn't believe it. He was like still thinking about it. And he was like, how it's did like, that well, you, happen? You don't, you don't end up winning a playoff series when something like that happens in game one. That's just not how you win playoff series. You just you <laughs> can't do just that. Like, and it wasn't even like it. a guy that had been playing all game. He hadn't had a shift. <laughs> I remember. His, now I remember like it was yesterday. Seriously. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I remember I was driving driving home with Michi after the road game and he was just like going nuts. He was like still can't believe it. <laughs> but I think a lot of people were like that. Yeah. <laughs> people that we we're pretty fired up. Yeah, because we had played a really oh, good game. We can laugh game. about it, you know. But oh yeah, time, and it's we just like, history oh. now, right? It's what yeah. happened and um we could have won f- four more games, right? We, but we lost game <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. Next poster pick was, it looked like you just scored a goal. It looks like a sweet barn you guys have in Salve. Yeah, they, um, I like the barn. It's like an older building. With it's got their, some character uh, to it, eh? It looks nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they renovated a lot of things, like new boards, um, new lights, new VIP area. Um, it's really nice. They, they got a lot of shit done. I see. And for me, if I, if I had to choose or I got to the, all the old rinks around the world, I would rather fix those up. Like it sounds like they did in sell making the VIP room. Nice. I'd rather them fix up the old ones than build brand new ones. Cause it seems around the world when they build new arenas, they're all the same and they don't have the same character as the old ones. Yeah, there are some there are some rings like Weißwasser and Kaufbeuren. They almost look the same, but I have to be honest. Um, even I came from Weißwasser and I love to play in this old building. Um, still, it, it it's really a upgrade. Like yeah, you're yeah, right. There are some like rings you, that it's time to go. <laughs> yeah. Also, like Bidikheim, the old one. Um, hey, I no, think. Hey. Hey. No, 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 no. The, Come the, on, that new one sucks. They didn't even let me play I, there. <laughs> no there are some nice buildings but i have to say like our not just because i play here and so but it has some character and also like the old the roof it's it's pretty nice i have to say well it looks cool um so yeah. the other part of that picture that i noticed is your your schlager you're using a warrior these days eh yeah we have sponsor we are sponsoring by warrior, warrior. so everybody's got to use them kind of yeah most of the guys, some guys play Bauer or CCM, but um, yeah, most of the guys play Warrior. I was always a Bauer guy. Would they make your own curve then if you need it? Yeah, yeah, you get all what you what you want. So, what are you working with? You, you were you a toe curve guy? Um, I I used to play like a little bit more in the toe, but now I'm almost back to Sekic. Oh like yeah, the old Sekic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Uh, the other pick was the same. I thought the barn looked sweet and the fans and like their seats look cool. Uh, but your Sally, it looked like you had scored from a long way out. You still got a pretty hard snapper, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think in this game, I even complained about the stick. And um, yeah, I had a nice one-timer in power play. Um, you could really shoot it when you were like oxen yars alt. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you were 18, <laughs> you true. could still, you could already. Yeah, snap that was or... true. Yeah, 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 yeah. My shot is my weapon kind of, but I have to use it more. You should. Um, you yeah, should but. Shoot it when you can shoot like th- that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. And in, in, um, when I was young, I had a goal and I just shot pucks every, every day, kind of. So not yeah. much stick handling like nowadays. Like young guys or the young kids doing more stick handling nowadays, they all have good hands and like they're, they they're pretty fancy boys, say. the stick handlers nowadays, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, but at this time, I just um shot pucks all over the time. And um, well, you could tell. Yeah. <laughs> um, so next poster pick that must be the Oberliga championship with the whole team, that eh? So yeah, that's that was in 
yeah, there wasn't an offer. Um, I mean, I moved up with Frankfurt as well, um, but this year was amazing. Yeah, it was a good group of guys. And, isn't um, winning fun, like winning a trophy? Isn't it fun? It's just amazing. I really have to say, even it was like the third league, but it was, um, yeah, it was fun. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. You can't just say uh, just the third league. Any trophy is hard to win. Yeah. In the yeah. Oberliga, there's like, what, like 40 teams, isn't there? Yeah, we have like two um, two groups, like the Oberliga South and the Oberliga North. Um, yeah, we play. It's a like lot of the, teams to beat to win it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like that's a, I think that's how the sh- this podcast and the shed exists, and that people listen is that there isn't just the Stanley Cup in the world. There's a lot of trophies in the world to win. There's a lot yeah. of trophies in Europe that people don't really realize but like winning the over league is a big deal winning the second league was a very big deal when we wanted a beating him yeah i guess so yeah i i guess so yeah did you guys get after it after you won did you get after it good Um, party it yeah kind of it was tough because it was in corona Mm -hmm. so um a lot of things got canceled so but we still made the best out of it yeah it was fun Wait, what was the final series? I'm sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long of a bus trip was it? I had to go from Munich oh. to Biedingheim. I was pretty well ruined by the time I got back. <laughs> yeah, I got, I don't know. Um, this week I didn't have a lot of sleep. So, um, yeah, Busy yeah I, had, I had my equipment on for the whole day, I think, because I, <laughs> I was just lazy to put it off and it was just such a good feeling. Um, so I said, like, why should I? get dressed i don't want to get dressed i just want to have fun and drink and sit yeah. in my equipment <laughs> um after we wanted denmark that brought back a memory that the goalie um alfie michaud knew he was retiring after the season and we won game seven of the finals to win the championship and he sat there in his equipment for i don't know how long because he knew it was the last time he was taking it off and it was like, it was sad. It was happy. And I was the guy that sat beside him in the locker room. So like, I didn't even know what to do with that. I was like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in on the bus ride, some guys were complaining about my smell, but I didn't, I can't understand it. So um, <laughs> yeah, like we, we drove a day earlier to Hanover. Um, I still had some, um, some perfume. So I put it all over my jersey, and I I don't know the complaining. Didn't smell I, good, I yeah, yeah. Smell good. You didn't yeah. even shower after that, eh? You're just still in your equipment. No, it was a fucking mess. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's everybody celebrates differently. I cut off my jeans and beating high and went to the parade with uh, my <laughs> my underwear hanging out the bottom. So you know, everybody does it different. Your diapers, eh? You still had them. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could have used one, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that escalate quickly <laughs> yeah well when you win things can really get away from yeah, you right? for sure they really but can that's the best time you ever had right well it's like, like you work all year with a team of people yeah. and you work all season off, I think. right yeah many years and then like yeah for me my personally when i finally won beatingheim that was three years in a row going to the finals like so the coast then the first year in land suit in the second league we lost both times and the disappointment of those two years when you finally win things can get away from you especially yeah, especially sure. the second day <laughs> also it's i have to say it's emotional relief you know like you work hard the whole time like i said you 
you're looking for something like this for many years if you can't win anything and then it finally happened you know you think about it when you reach the finals how nice that would be and um yeah it's just mm -hmm. amazing yeah and you guys just did that so what was the final series was it a best of five or seven um best of five yeah and we um went in game game five i think we won two to four i think yeah in the final game of the series yeah and that's against the hanover indians or scorpions Scor scorpions yeah scorpions. so that's in that old barn that one's got some character too eh yeah uh, it was it was pretty warm this day. It was um, start of May, and the ice was like so wet, you know. So it would be it that's like that's got outdoor air, say. doesn't it? That that one's that one's a crazy rink too. It reminds yeah, me kind it, of it, a cawthorn. Yeah. yeah, it is open. Yeah. So yeah, once it's warm out, it reminds <laughs> me a little bit on the old ring in Bremerhaven, like the ah the old rink the in Bremerhaven. That's behind. a that's a that's a beauty of a rink too. Yeah, the, the fans yeah, are remember. right there with you. Yeah. I just had one game. I had, I think, one or two shifts, and I was it was when I was seventeen. I think I still played juniors. I had two shifts, and I was sitting next to the to the Bremerhaven fans, kind of like right between the benches. Oh, yeah, yeah, you would be sitting right with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that yeah. There's some cool rigs in Germany, folks. Whoever yeah. been there, you should go check out some rigs if you're a big hockey fan. <laughs> um, next poster pick then. You looks like you're making like coffee or cappuccino, which made me think of how different coffee is in Canada compared to Europe. Your coffee is way stronger, way better. Um, like it's not even close. And then over here, everybody drinks Tim Hortons and it's like just filter coffee. And like everybody cares about their coffee in Europe. Like you make like a real good coffee, you know, looks um, like you were doing yeah. that. Yeah. I got a barista machine um, this summer. I was, um, I was looking Those for it. Those things ain't whole... cheap, eh? <laughs> no, but it's it's worth it. Um, it's like you said, it's good quality coffee, and um, I don't know, I'm addicted to coffee and cappuccino, so um, yeah, I oh, I drank a lot of it when I was over there too, especially when they're that good. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So yeah, twice uh, a day for sure. <laughs> I guess the only other thing I got written down for poster picks was it. So I asked about the team picture, but then you also said in the picture of you stand there with the trophy. And my question was, did you get after it? Question mark. <laughs> Cause every time I won, I totally floored it. And uh, they're the memories I have from hockey. Uh, my favorite memories were when we won something, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And even, like I said, we had a tough season last year and um, staying in the league was just a big um, party as well, you know. Like, that would have been, right? And it's going to be the same. The... It's going to be the same this year when the Kit Kats hit the ice, right? And then you guys <laughs> oh, win. Yeah. yeah. And, I, yeah and then just, you guys will have a party that night too. Just like I said, like we have been the underdogs, like the big time underdogs. And um, yeah, we just stayed in the league in the first round. So that was a big party, yeah. Oh yeah. So now Mapesy and the Helbron Falcons made the semifinals last year, eh? Yeah. That hardly makes sense to me. Helbron's hardly ever got out of the first round ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't have good experience for the playdown, so they better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big game Friday, eh? Yeah. Okay. So where's Reutlingen? Where that's where it says you're from. Close to Stuttgart, kind of. So I should know that. 
yeah it's if not i that... lived in the area for five years <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of in this area yeah it's not that far uh, it seemed like that i that's why it confused me because i it seemed familiar to me but then it said that the first year the research team found was you were playing in weissfasser in beautiful yeah. whitewater germany yeah that's where my family comes from so um i'm just born in in reutlingen kind of so um yeah i'm i'm I was in, in our old house years ago, um, or I drove by our old house and I didn't recognize it all. So I the old house many... in Reutlingen or Yeah, in... I don't have many yeah in Reutlingen. At I don't what have age many... do you move to Weisfasser? Um with three. So I have kind of no memories on Reutlingen. Right. Why so would you guys why would you guys is... move to Whitewater? Um, because my my um, grandma and grandpa they are all from there, so um, yeah, it was just for work to going to to Reutlingen, kind of. Okay, um, I jeepers, this I'm just thinking out loud. I think I should right because it's my shed. I should ask these questions. So if they're from Weisfasser, and you're born in Reutlingen, and we're talking about like history and stuff when some people have been on one side and other people have been on the other side or no that, no that was a little bit earlier but yeah that, that was the time like 80 1989 right because so uh, the vice foster what i remember of going up there and like you talk about the old arena there and they've built the new one but i remember the old old one you yeah, know the what open about? one that was cool. That was like the yeah. coolest rink I've ever seen in my life yeah, with my I own think eyes. So too. It was massive and it was like just it was built into know, the it... ground. Like the seats yeah. were the ground, right? Yeah, yeah. It was really nice. It I just sweet. heard stories about it from my grandma. And she told me like back in the days, Spice was I had like maybe thirty thousand people in, in the town. And when they had a game, the town was kind of a ghost town. Like everybody was in this building. Um, I think they, um, the capacity was um, around ten thousand or something. It was crazy. Well, it's a man. This is so it was cool. Huge. You get talking around and yeah. you realize where people are from. And like we would have played yeah. our year together. You were the young it guy. It was a the hockey old town, guy. Yeah. But like I remember going to Weissfasser and you'd have time to kill. You'd play two touch. But then I remember walking around and looking at stuff. Yeah. Because I had seen that arena out back and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then all of a sudden I yeah. was into history and I started looking at plaques on the wall and everything. And it said Weissfasser would play Berlin like 70 times a year. There was we only just talked two about te- it this year again in the dressing room. It's so funny. Like they played the championship with two teams. Like, can you imagine how the how whole season the was two be? teams the whole year? It's and crazy, they just played dude. each other over yeah. and over again. Like so many times. Can you imagine? Like it's just like nuts. It's and so your grandma would have known about that, been around and seen those games. And I just yeah. could picture it. Now it's like real. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a fun arena, like a really nice one. So I wonder when that one stopped, because is that, where did they put the new one? I heard it's like where that was. So um, right? Kind of where, where the old one and the new one have, have been, yeah. Yeah, so it's gone, gone, right? Nobody's ever yeah, going to see that anymore. Everything is gone, like the old one and the old, old one, is it's all gone. I remember it's... it had to have been five or six years ago. I was telling someone about this rink in Weissfasser, yeah. Germany, the old, old one, and yeah. I... Literally Googled it for 
I, 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 hours trying to find a picture of what it looked like so I could show someone and I I couldn't find it. So if someone has a picture of that, please send it. I will send you one. I can send you one. Yeah. I have have a couple. Oh, I, I thought that was the, it was like, what I kind of thought of it as like the Coliseum of ice hockey is what it looks like. You know, (laughs) it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you grew up in vice foster. You said you were how old when you moved there? um around three years yeah oh so you're young young so you grew yeah. up there so then yeah. uh minor hockey and vice foster how was it how do you get into Ooh. hockey um over kindergarten my um my teacher at this time i don't know do you say teacher like the mm-hmm. kindergarten teacher yeah. um she had two kids the one guy played in vice Wasser for a long time thomas goods you should know him we we played against him what was the last name Gertz. Gertz. Gertz, yeah. Gertz. With the O and the points. Yeah, yeah. The dots on top. Um, I yeah, yeah. for sure know him because yeah, we had he, lots he of battles against Vice Foster. Those that rink in Vice Foster would be so packed and so loud. Yeah. It would be so loud, and they were so good at playing at home, you know? Yeah, it's a hockey town for sure. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. yeah, and then um she had a daughter too, which she was playing national team and Olympics and all this stuff. So she was pretty familiar with um, hockey. Yeah. So um, I think we we went on the ice once or twice a week. And then the coach just asked my parents if, if I want to try it. Um, yeah. And then. Because um, they probably saw it. you, your big frame walk in and they're like who's yeah, this I was kid just, uh, he can run he can jump <laughs> yeah i was just a, a active kid so i want to do something and um yeah we we try it and um i liked it and i stay uh, like i stick with it the whole time there was nothing else anymore than hockey yeah yeah no that's once you're into it you're into it right so then yeah. um at under 16 it looks like you move over to berlin why do you leave vice foster go to berlin um, because at uh, the age of, like you said, 13, um, I was the overage in the under 16 team. Um, and after that, like all the old guys left the team, they can't play in this league anymore. Yeah. So the my future doesn't look good in Weisswasser or didn't look good in yeah. Weisswasser. So, um, yeah, I did a tryout in Berlin and um, luckily they, they took me and um, I stayed there for two more years. Yeah. Okay. So... It- in Canada, we would call it was it like kind going... of a must. It was, but a yeah, must like it's almost to... like kind of going triple A, right? Like it's yeah. like you're going to the bigger city to play the bigger cities, yeah, right, it, and it, play it's better kind players. Of AAA, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so then after that, though, you go there for a year, it looks like, or however long, and then you end up going to Mannheim. So that's not close to where yeah. you were. So you moved away from home, like you moved far away from home. Yeah, that, that was kind of the toughest um, move because Berlin was only one and a half hours from my hometown. Right, so, and um, then you could still see your parents and be there. Yeah, They're going to yeah. be at all your games and practices yeah. or whatever. Yeah, um, and then it, it starts to, um, yeah. I. Um, and that's basically when visit. you move out of home for, like, good, right? And how old are you? Yeah, um, it was 15, yeah. Yeah. Hockey players move away from home really young, right? Like Yeah, I, I mean I was on a bo- in a boarding house and um everything in Berlin already. So I stayed most of the times in Berlin um in the age of 13 and um yeah, but the big move was like to Mannheim. Um 
yeah, it was tough sometimes, I have to say. Um, we didn't have easy years, but it, it still it was fun, you know. Well, you'd probably lean on the guys you're playing with a lot, right? Like the guys that are your teammates would kind of be your brothers because you don't have your family around. Yeah, we, we spent a lot of time. And um, like I said, it was tough. We worked a lot. We had a lot of uh, practice and um, training. Um, but at the same time, it was a fun, fun time, you know, like good good experience good experience and there's not many people that get to go there right so how did you end up there did they like did they recruit you yeah they have like um the coaches watching all over germany like i said and um Mm. yeah he just talked to my parents and um we visited Mannheim and we checked out the facility and everything and got to know each other and um and then you and and then yeah when you like not anything against Vice Foster because it's a beauty barn, the old one. But you get to that Mannheim arena and you see what you could be doing as a hockey player. Yeah, <laughs> it's first different. of all, yeah. But at the same time, I have to be honest. Like uh, Berlin had a had a good um, team System too, you know. Too, but right? Yeah. Like the the opportunity, like the facility in in Mannheim was just like different level, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And and everything what they what they told me what they um what will happen or how they will practice it it happens it it was the everything truth, they know? promised was yeah delivered. everything what they promised me um was true you know like mm-hmm. there was nothing i have to say it was tough but they told us before um that it would be there tough. was like nothing they kind of just um promised me and it didn't happen just to get me there you know and that happens a lot in hockey people make a yeah. lot of promises to get especially their way. Yeah, especially yeah. in pro like for uh, sure i got I everybody got has offers. their own personal interest a lot in pro man it's coaches yeah. gms they want to get their best players and a lot of times they will promise shit they know they can't deliver yeah. right yeah. right exactly yeah so, so and then i um decided to go to Mannheim, yeah for my for my under 20 um in the under 20 league kind of yeah so and um you know, there's another guy that you played with a lot that I knew. Played with him in Beatingheim for a year, Mooseburger. Yeah, Achim. Yeah, he's a beauty too, eh? The Moose. Yeah, he played. He he finished his career and so yeah. Yeah, and you know who else is a self legend that I really like too is Dan Hallman. I wonder if he still lives around there. Um, he would have been before I'm not you. Really sure. I just heard his name, but I don't know him. Yeah, that's because he's Alta Aya. <laughs> he was when I went. He would be like almost ten years older than me. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I know he went to Selv after we won it at Beatingheim, and he played yeah, there for years. Game, yeah. yeah. Times, yeah. Um, okay, so that Mannheim tie though must have been pretty cool, and I did see that it wasn't very much, but Dreisaitl was there a bit the same time as you. Um, yeah, he was. Um... I think he was there in my last year. Him and Cahoon, Dominic Cahoon, um, they made a couple games for us, yeah. Because, um, yeah, that's the small world was when I'm when we're playing Ravensburg. Uh, that's why he wears number 29 is because of Ben yeah. Thompson, right? That's yeah. cool. On Ben Thompson, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, you saw already how, how good he is. But at this time, he was, like, really young. And then um, the next year when I got out of the Jungadler, um, we watched the finals with all the Mannheim um, pro players um, like Yannick Seidenberg or Markus King, Christoph Ullmann. 
and they were like all like just watching up top and they were like what is this guy doing it's amazing like in the finals he's sourcing passes through the through the zone it was just like Kahun and Dreisaitl it was just crazy right and it was like it and that's when you're bringing the top like imports all over the world too, right? Yeah. And then you're yeah. seeing this German kid. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you watch juniors and you see a good guy, like a good player, and you think like, yeah, um, see this guy in pros and he will be different. But this guy, um, like especially Dreisaitl, everybody was like, oh, that's a different, that's a different <laughs> level already. Like, and that, he was, yeah. he was still a rookie in this year, you know, it was crazy. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, some guys, it's weird, right? When you get on the ice with some people, it happened to me a few times in my life where you just get on the ice with a guy and you're just like, whoa, this is like totally yeah. different than anything yeah. else I've seen. <laughs> yeah, and especially the year after we we had summer ice in Fiernheim next to Mannheim and there was like a camp with Pavel Datsuk um, and Dreisaitl came back from overseas. He was in Prince Albert at this time already. And he came back, he was like so strong and so like um, so good already after one year over in the um, Western Hockey League. It, it was crazy. Yeah, so you think going to the Western Hockey League really helped him then? I don't know, but because man, I, mean, I think just, I think a guy like that's gonna get good wherever he is. I think he would have got just as good being a yeah, man. I'm training. Yeah, but he got training. a better better challenge, I think, than in the like I said, as a rookie in his rookie year, he was already like dominating guys crazy in the, good in the, yeah in the under 20s it was crazy <laughs> you know another small hockey world thing here is another guy you've played with not for very long but it looked like under 16 17s in germany is tom Kuhnhackel. oh yeah i played with him in the national team yeah yeah so that's why my kids wear number 14 <laughs> so nice yeah colby wears number 14 because when he was playing for the penguins um, he was nice enough. We went and watched the game in Toronto and he came up with a signed hat. Um, and Colby's worn number 14 ever since. And then um he was 34 then, but then he went to the Islanders and we went and watched yeah. him another couple of years. And then Colby's worn number 14 ever since. And I think it's pretty neat, right? It's the small hockey world that yeah, you played with I him. I played too. with him in the national teams, yeah, and Rita, Tobias Rita. Yeah, that guy, yeah, yeah. he could play too. Eh? And he's also yeah. a landsuit guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they they played in the second league already with sixteen or something like they they they, got they the played when that one was sixteen and one was seventeen and that was the year yeah. I hurt my knee. Yeah, yeah. They were um, good, so yeah. when you won under twenties, Tobias Reader was on your team. Yeah, in Garmisch. Yeah. That was in Garmisch. Yeah, you it guys won it all in Garmisch. You won the gold medal in Garmisch. Yeah, Jeepers, that would have been fun too, eh? Yeah, it was it was fun, but I remember like um were you supposed I, to win because you guys were in the lower pool and everybody was like you guys better win? <laughs> yeah, the the goal was to move up in the in the A pool already like back to the A pool. Um but yeah, I remember it was a it was a tough um um championship kind of because I think the last final game we got like the flu in the in the team. Oh. So everybody was like um a little bit sick and um coughing around so yeah i remember this yeah who'd you beat then um it was like a tournament there a was round no robin finals. yeah that's um, I, manure you gotta have I a think final we game had, we had belarus um, good. and then i think we played norway in the final i remember yeah okay well and, that that sure would be fun eh yeah 
Garmisch is Garmisch. a cool city, though, eh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for the for the B pool, I mean, when you have the A um, World Championship and you're going to Canada or Sweden or something like that, I think that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, that's true. So where <laughs> all did you go with Team Germany? Because you were on the team from under 16s to under 20s. So where um, all did you get to go? Anything cool? Yeah, I think it was Port Alberni. I think it was a it was a smaller um, town in um, Vancouver Islands, on what the was Vancouver it Islands, Port Alberni. Oh, I don't yeah. even know. It, it was a small town, but it was like crazy. It was the under seventeen challenge. That'd be fun. So yeah, it was kind of a little world championship, and yeah, it was pretty tough to play against those <laughs> upcoming. Um, guys like Tyler Zegrin I played against him um yeah there were some good Canadians yeah I was wondering who some of the best players were you played because it must have been pretty cool though to make team Germany eh yeah it was it was fun times every time when we when we got together yeah Mapesy was on some of those teams too eh yeah so um okay so then breaking into pro in Germany, it's totally different, eh? Like you're playing juniors, but you're also trying to play pro. So um, 2010-11, it says you play one DL game, 18 games for Helbron, but you're also playing junior and like, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was my year where I um, kind of um, got to know the, the pro um, games, kind of, like my first pro experiences. Yeah. But it's hard, yeah, right? Because you just sit there all game, right? Like when you, a lot of times those young Germans, they just sit there all game and then they might get a chef, maybe, yeah. right? Yeah, that's that's how I was my, how it was with my first DL game. I like I was like so fired up and get ready and warmed up. And then I was just sitting the whole game. <laughs> it's like I my, a, like my AHL games. <laughs> I was like so fired up, so pumped, like 60 minutes through. I was like, hey, give me the last second. I don't care. I just want to. I just want to go on the, on the ice. ice for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I but, don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was my first DL game, kind of. Oh, I could imagine. Um, yeah. So, well, the 2011-12 uh, year, though, you it says you played 13 DL games, so you get more and 23 second league games. But you did score two goals in the second league. So, do you remember your first pro goal? Yeah, I remember it. It was against Winningham too. <laughs> was it? And they're not yeah. easy to score on. So they, you're probably yeah. scoring on like Steve Silverthorne, maybe? Uh could be. Yeah, I, I have to check it out. I don't know the goalie anymore, but I know how the goal started. I was like on the left left side coming in, shooting from the hash marks through the legs. High fall. Yeah, I like it. Um, so you, it's cool remembering your first goal. Um, and yeah. when you'd sat on the bench for a few games, then you finally go out there and like score a goal, right? It must have felt pretty good. I think, I think in this year it was actually pretty, pretty good for me. We had like three lines, and I played power play with um Luigi Calce and Cory Urquhart. Oh, um, yeah, he was a so good player. I, yeah, it was a good experience for me. So, were you standing in nice. front of the net, mucking it up? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, goal line in front of the net. Yeah, yeah. Luigi was such a good player, so it helped me a lot, you know. Well, he was a Hellbrand legend. That guy played until yeah. he was like 40. Eh? He was our captain when I got there. Yeah. yeah. I think that was his last year. Smart, smart player. Really smart player. Yeah, he was around forever. Him and Rico were tight, tight, right? Yeah. 
yeah. And then they they called me up for Mannheim, like I said, and then I couldn't go back down for the for the um, playoffs. Is that what happened so, there? Yeah, that was the. Year. So because you play in the DL that many games, then you can't go back to the second league. Yeah, that sucks. That you you want to play though, isn't it part. weird though? Like I find German kids, and like you say, Dreisaitl gets to go to the Western Hockey League, and do. You, he didn't jump into pro in Germany like Kuhn Hackland Reader did there for a bit, but like yeah. you don't get enough ice time to really develop. You're not playing power play. You're not playing penalty kill. Um, it's hard to develop being good on a power play if you don't play it. Yeah, exactly. So that that's for me, like looking back, I don't know. Um, I mean, I played in good teams, so you still learn a lot and it's a good experience. But at the same time, I have to be honest, I'm, I don't know when I when I got the ice time and the um, the trust from the coach. It was maybe with 24. So just thinking back, sometimes maybe it's better to go to the third league and just get more ice time. And um, yeah, and you know, like some that's that's how um, some guys get to the, get to the DL. You know, they're making step by step. Yeah. So sometimes and, and um, it's all it's all, you got to learn. Like you learn by doing, right? It's like yeah. When I'm in the AHL, I'm getting no power play time. Well, I'm not going to learn how to get better at it. But then I go down to the East Coast and I get to be the power play guy yeah. and I get better at it, right? Yeah, but that's that's also the problem in, in Germany. Like if, if um, you get the call from the big teams, it's tough to resist, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, tough yeah. to not go there. And For sure. at the same time, there are a lot of young guys like Schlitzler. When he played his first year in Mannheim, he was on a power play already. Like he was good or cider. When he played his first game, I, I watched his first game and with 17. He was already like so calm on the puck and you didn't even see that he is like, that. that is his first game, you know, it was yeah. crazy. And it's so, interesting the confidence some guys have themselves, yeah, right? Yeah. Like they can just go out there and feel like, like they belong. Yeah. yeah. And also the talent, you know, if they are good, they can make it anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, no, you're right, though. And it's guys, some guys just go out there and could just do it right right away. Yeah. But yeah, um, some guys, um, they develop later, you know, like some guys make it. Well, to me, it looks like you're still getting better, right? Like it looks yeah. to me like you like that time would have been strange and hell run, right? Because you're playing no power play when I'm there and then you might get a bit of penalty kill time, but um, to really get into developing and getting better, you got to get ice time and play hot yeah. games against other teams. Yeah, and it, it was funny. Like I said, my first year I played more than uh, in my second year, you know? <laughs> well, and then so. the, 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 you go to the Oberliga though, like, so this is skipping way ahead, but like you go back to Hellbrot for four years and then you do go down to the Oberliga with Selb and then it's like you find your scoring touch. You find like the type of player you actually are and could have been the yeah. whole time. Um, you just never got to flourish and like be on the power play and, you know, do it all, right? Yeah, I was like just most of the times net front, like you said, big guy and um, just being in front. Um, but yeah, at the same time, when I um, when I got back to the Oberliga, um, my goal was like to... to um, development like to develop and see what i can do you know i prepare in the summer i was like really in shape um worked hard like even if i make a step down kind of league wise um i still worked hard and um yeah want to do the best season i can do you know and 
Um, but, and that year you go down, you got 60 points in 44 games. And like when I was looking at your second league and when I was playing with you, and then the few years after it was like, you're getting a few goals a year. And it's like, well, you can't score unless you get ice time and you get chances yeah. to play. You, you can't. I think like, so too. Yeah. Um, but that's also, like you said, it's signing with a good team. It's like when we were in Helbron that year, we had a good team. We had yep. the kid line with you, Aki, and Kurthy, but then we also had three lines that were yep. legit second we league. Yeah, yeah, we did. We just didn't do good enough. <laughs> right? We should have done better. Auslanders, huh? Shies Auslanders. <laughs> Rouse, right? <laughs> you got to kick those guys out of Germany, and then they never come back. <laughs> uh, um, no, it was a fun year. It was a fun year, though, and uh, we were pretty good. We just didn't do good enough. So, anyways, during your time back at Hellbrown, though, I got a couple guys written down here. Um, actually, sorry, you went to Frankfurt out of uh, – so, we played together 2012-13, right? That's a season. It's like, whatever. We finished seventh. We get put out. It's not like – not much happened, right? It's not that yeah. memorable. Um, other than my son was born, Colby, which, by the way, tonight – it's parents versus the kids hockey game to end the season. Their team's done and it's parents against the kids or fathers against kids, but a couple moms are playing too. And um, I mean, I don't, I played mini hockey against the kid and I, he's so competitive. I kind of let him win just because it would be a nightmare, <laughs> but like, there's no don't way I'm let letting him, him I'm not letting him Show win him. tonight. I'm going to, I'm going to, well, right, and it's like I'm gonna go out there and run amok. Those kids better watch out. Earn your respect <laughs> in front of your kids, huh? Right, and it's like they they hear I used to be a hockey player. It's like yes, I look fat and gross now, but you know what? I can still do it. <laughs> right, you have good hands. You don't yeah. need your body. I, no, just, you don't. Just oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I gotta do that tonight. I'm gonna run, show the boy what's up. You know, I'm gonna show all the what's up. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, where were we? So then after that year in Hellbrun, you go to the DL, but then you go back to Frankfurt and you live with Marcy Neumann, eh? Yeah. And you guys get promoted to the second league. So isn't it weird in Germany how there's like third league teams that can be paying some good money? I bet you Frankfurt was paying some money by the looks of your squad that year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, th that's the point again, like in the DL, um, I didn't have that much ice time. Looking back, I would say, like, just fight through it. Um, just don't think about too much about your ice time. But, um, yeah, I, when it's I'm hard though, back, right? yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't go to Frankfurt anymore. Even we moved up to the second league. But just to, like, with the experience right now, I would just, like, have a different mindset. You know, at this time, I was looking at other guys, why, the, why he plays more than me. Um, yeah. And even... Looking about older guys, why they playing in front of me? They haven't been in shape like me, for example. And, yeah. and it was just like stupid, you know. Like yeah, well, and it's like back. if you're gonna be a, it's like I'm. I agree. It's like if you're gonna be a fourth line guy and only get so many shifts, it's like make sure you're the best player you can be for those shifts, and then right. you'll you should get more right. And you just but, but mentally when you're sitting there, you can get so pissed off and. Yeah, Mad, sad. exactly. Yeah. And that, that gets you out of your mind, out of your game. And that was stupid. Like if I would be the, the perfect role player, I could maybe even stay there, you know? Yeah. Um, but I made it so hard by myself. Um, 
but yeah that's also experience what you what you learn later on you know like no it's true. some you guys learn, some right. guys learn it um earlier but um yeah, yeah. Some, and that's why you're a you captain now i hear you're a captain in pro hockey that's pretty cool yeah. eh? Yeah, it's a big honor. Um, definitely. Well, it is because the Cell Wolves have been around however long, a long time. And like that you're part of the history of Selb, of that town of like, we named yeah. this guy the captain of our team. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a big honor. But at the same time, it's, um, yeah, for myself, I made a, I make a lot of own kind of pressure on myself because you want to be the best um, captain you can be, you know. Um yeah so yeah, but you just be yourself right you yeah they, they yeah, need you the captain because you are yeah. the, I, right? I try to but at the same time you want to extra um i know. yeah do the you best what, be you, the best. what you can do you know <laughs> yes yeah. i know you're a shed guy you like to be the best at what you're doing right <laughs> yeah you try yeah mm-hmm. um so anyways you go back to Hellbrot. A couple more guys you played with back at Hellbrot after you leave Frankfurt, okay? So you get them up to the second league. You play another year. Um, the only thing I'd say about Frankfurt is that is a great city and a great arena, right? Yeah, it was a it was a good time. Like we had a really really good group. Um, even in the in the Oberliga year, it was um amazing group. I have to say. Like um, there's some Beatingheim fellas on there too. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like the the practice, it was so intense. I I it was um, I don't know. It was a different different team kind of like we battled and um, I don't know. The expectations were so high in in uh, inside our room, you know. Yeah. Like not even from the club, but it was just a bunch of guys which want to compete, you know. And that's when you get better during practice yeah. is when guys yeah. want to compete. Yeah. When you went back to Hellbron, and this is a guy that's played in Vice Foster, I saw he played for a little bit. Karsten Gosdeck. <laughs> that guy had the hardest slap shot, slog shoes um, in Germany. That, like, when you'd be penalty killing against him, it was like, oh, was I just out of the way again? You know, because <laughs> there's no way I'm blocking that thing. I don't think yeah. I ever did block it. Big. Big blade and just just slog shoes. <laughs> yeah, I remember him. Oh yeah. God, could he shoot a puck, man? I remember when he would play in Vice Foster. They pass it over to him, and it was just like yeah, he was. Am, just I, am I actually going to eat this? Because he knows I'm not going to, and I know I'm not going to. So good luck, goalie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? I remember it. But at the same time, I played with him in um in in Hybron and. Yeah, sometimes it was um, fun to play with his nice slap shot, but sometimes it was like just, uh, sometimes it was annoying. <laughs> Yo, I couldn't imagine being standing in front of the net on the power play for it or <laughs> in practice. I wouldn't want anything yeah. to do with that thing. Um, but the worst, like uh, even harder shot was Sasha Gotch. He was. He shot it harder than that. I I don't know yeah. if any I ever saw a shot harder yeah. than Gosdex one time. Way harder shot. Like, way harder. He knew, yeah, he knew where he's shooting. <laughs> Sheepers. Yeah, Gosdek would just slap her, and I was like, like, oh god. <laughs> I have to say, like when I was in front in in practice on on Gotch, um, it was like just close your eyes and hopefully it doesn't hit you. But he he knew where he's shooting. It was crazy. Like, he was a good player too, though, eh? Yeah, yeah. He had probably 120 flex or something. I don't know. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Steph, eh? Yeah. 
Um, so then another guy you played with in Hellbron, but also Frankfurt, Patrick Schmidt. Yeah. Schmidt's a beauty. He played with me at Biedingheim and uh, yeah, we had a we had a tough battle in um in the finals. He was in Hannover this year. Oh, really? Yeah. We had well, the tough I'd, I, I'd like him in my shed, but you know, I I don't know if he's scared or if he's coming. I don't know. Right? <laughs> he's a beauty. Too much, too much to do, huh? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so then you go back to Hellbrun though, and it's weird with the Hellbrunner Falcons. They're just never that good. They're never usually that bad. They're just like, they're just so seventh or eighth to 10th place. Right. Yeah. And it, it could be just a good organization. You know, it's, um, they have, remember, it wouldn't be that hard to build a team there. Good cars. There's, they have everything for a top, um, organization kind of. And, um, yeah, yeah, they just, just changed their management so many times and, yeah, like, and then like, some of the I don't know who the management is nowadays, and I don't know what's all gone on, but when we were there, it was interesting, I would say. <laughs> yeah, was Ernie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's like you talked about Mishy Hackard, who was yeah. our top scorer, and uh me and him were playing together and doing pretty well. But then I I remember the day um our GM comes in with uh, this big fancy new stick, this gorgeous looking Easton stick and it was a right-handed stick and he's was it not I think it was a wooden stick no no he brought in like an actual really good stick like he wouldn't buy us the good sticks he'd buy me the cheapest sticks but it'd have my curve but he'd buy the cheapest ones and I complained about it all the time and then um, he brought in a stick for hacker to use and it was the wrong curve it was yeah, a right-handed curve and he was like look yeah. at this stick do you want to use this tonight and he's like ernst i shoot left <laughs> <laughs> i remember that and also with eastern george like the guy from eastern company do you remember when um michi got complained about his customized stick not really and i think um in december he brought him six sticks just taped together. It was a normal curve, like Sekik. It says on the top Sekik. And George came in and said, Michi, that's your customized sticks. And Michi <laughs> is like, hey, that's not customized. <laughs> yeah, they are. They just forgot your name. <laughs> <laughs> and Michi freaked out because he was waiting for a stick since August. Oh, man. Crazy. And honestly, and that's the, the, the small things that it takes to win championships. The small <laughs> things it takes to have hockey players feel good and be ready to play hockey and to win games is getting the right sticks, is having them ready, <laughs> is to making them feel valued and wanted. And it's like when I get there and you sign a goal scorer and you sign a guy that puts up points, but then you won't give me the good sticks to go out and do it. It's like, what, (laughs) what? (laughs) He was a, he was a, one of the best German players. Like he came from the DL and, um, and he he was like a help rod guy. And he was, he was coming back home to play for us when he's one of the best players in the DLs at German. And (laughs) he can't get him his sticks. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But and like, and I always talk about the small things that takes to win championships. Sticks aren't a small thing. Schlagers are not a small thing, folks. Get the good ones. You might win more, (laughs) you know? (laughs) It's not your skill. It's a stick. (laughs) I remember he used to say the sticks don't make the player. And it's like, well, they sure help. (laughs) Yeah, they help. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, so anyways, you know what else I got then is you're back in hell, Bron. There's one more guy I got to bring up though, that you played with heater. You played with Heatley. Yeah. Mark Heatley. Oh yeah. He came the to the sushi shed. guy. He's the sushi guy to you. He's the rock clack yeah, guy he to me. He's the garlic sushi, dip guy. Sushi breakfast every morning. Sushi breakfast. Yeah. Sushi breakfast. for breakfast. Yeah. That's weird. He was yeah, he was he a was. big into like McDonald's breakfast and beating high. He'd bring in McDonald's breakfast like every morning. No, he was also reading his book before the practice, and I can tell you a lot of stories from him, but he was a funny guy. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's a beauty. Yeah, yeah, I remember a story of him doing snow angels on the ice before a game. <laughs> Where I'm coming in for two touch and I see PJ and Danny held and I'm like, what are you guys looking at? They're like, look out on the ice. And I look out and heaters doing snow angels on the ice in his shorts and t-shirt when fans are already in the arena. And he comes off. I'm like, what were you just doing? He goes, well, I warmed up too much. I was too hot. Classic Heatley. He's a dandy so anyways you move to selb and then that's when like i find this is what really helps players you go there someone the coach has faith in you you get to start getting ice time you start getting power play time you start getting on the ice more you start realizing the type of player you could be and how big you are how good of a shot you are you're finally putting it all together and that's not until how old are you then like 20 um 26 yeah 25 26 around yeah and then you're starting to find out what type of player you are yeah yeah like like you said i get a lot of opportunities power play penalty killing and i also have to say i was um in a good line you know with christoph kabitsky um you know sometimes it just happens that you have a guy um yeah who reads you who who reads your place and who's just at the yes. right yeah it just of, works you know yeah, and he was a good, good goal scorer, like from all over um, the ice, kind of like different angles, like really tough angles, and he still scores, you know. So um, a lot of credit on this guy for sure. Um, well, that's cool. Uh, so then next year it would have been with Corona and all that stuff. Then that yeah. you only play five games, and then you get yeah. right into playoffs. Yeah, I had a long time injury, like um, the year, my first year in, in Selv, we battled for um, kind of the relegation that we stayed out of the relegation with the fourth league teams. Um, so yeah, I had a, I got a kind of a knee hit and okay. I kept going and um, yeah, I got kind of a hernia. So it took forever because I kept playing. Um, yeah, Through it, and it made it worse. Yeah. It turned out in the summer it was really worse, like really bad already. So I I should have stopped in this season, but yeah, I want to fight through and I do know battle for the team, which was in this way for my health, it was um, not good. Yeah, no, I. It's interesting when you look back on things when you can you can play through some things. You're like, gosh, what was I thinking, <laughs> right? Yeah, it was. For looking back, it was just stupid. Yeah. That happens. Um, I agree. Um, but that year, you played with another second league legend, a Ravensburg Tower Star legend in my eyes. Lucas Slavatinsky was still putting up 24 points in the second, in sorry, whatever, in that's the Oberlies. He was still doing her. He's still playing. 
yeah, he's still playing in uh, Füssen now. What a gamer that guy is, eh? Yeah. Yeah, and um, I have to, I was really impressed. Um, he, I think he made all the games. Um, when he was here, he didn't miss a single game. And um, How yeah, he old would signed, he be? He was 40 or 41, I think. Um, no, he was a gamer when he was in Ravensburg. Like, yeah. A gamer. Um, and he's still doing it. And I just saw he just re-signed for next season. <laughs> yeah, in prison, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I'm really impressed, like, how you can... I'm really impressed. I, I, I'm, I'm worried about the father-son game tonight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to get injured and I'm not even... Uh, uh, yeah. Better tough. sign up for a private injury, huh? Seriously, we don't have that over here. <laughs> but <laughs> nice shed, thanks, <laughs> Germany. Um, anyways, uh, another guy that um you played with that I think is an absolute dandy that I haven't seen since we won the championship together, and he never got any ice time at all. Herbert Geisberger. Yeah, I played with him in, in the championship here. Yeah. That guy's a beauty, a legend, yeah. He is a legend. I nice, called him nice, Herb. Nice. I called him Herbie Hands because when he get just totaled, his hands would get all kind of cramped up. <laughs> yeah. No, also nice guy. Yeah, yeah, beauty. Um, that's another guy I'd love to see again. He was awesome. Yeah, it was like I said, we had a good good group of guy guys when we when we um, won the championship. Like everybody, <laughs> that's when you win. Role. Yeah, and he he tied he accept his role also you know he was a big time scorer back in the days and then he got um in the fourth line or sometimes in the stands and he accepted and he brings some good um and good, he, did the, uh, he did the same thing in beating the, the you know he did the same thing at Beatingheim, and that's how we yeah. won was we had guys yeah. that thought they were coming to Beatingheim to get more ice time than they did and yeah. um you have to have guys that accept their roles and are good dudes exactly and help teams win. that's the biggest and, yeah yeah, and that's why Herbie. That's why we wanted Beatingheim. There was a yeah. lot of guys that um, did. If you get have the those guys who accept the roles and don't complain about um, anything and suck it up, it's yeah, it's a good group of guys. You know, you look really something. strong right now. Look at your shoulder muscles. What the <laughs> hell? You must um, be able so, to lift some weights, eh? Yeah, I'm, yeah. That's how I kind of keep up on on this level. You know, it's not my. Not the skill, kind of. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> working <jacked>. attitude. <laughs> uh, I always tried to look like that. It never really worked out. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I guess um, my last one of my last questions is: What's your favorite meal? What's your favorite German meal? Oh, that's tough. Take the kebab. Do not kebab. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Are you getting a yufka or a donor kebab? Uh depends. Back home in Weisswasser, the that's not Döner. a German meal though. No, I know it's but it's so tough. good. I know. Talk dirty to me, Richie. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a tough question. Um no, I you you uh, answered right. I, when I was in Germany, that was my that's favorite. That's my first meal too. thought. So um no, I agree. Döner comes from Berlin, so it's a German. It's a when, German food. You, when you get out of a practice, when you get out of like a hard training and you can go have a donor kebab uh, for like three, four euros and you're like, God, this is living. <laughs> hey, it's got expensive. It's six euro now. 
I know I I'm old, man. I'm old now. It should be six euros. Now they're worth a hundred. <laughs> Seriously though, oh, after but- the hardest trading you could ever have in Germany, which I never thought I'd work as hard as I did. Um, <laughs> And you get out and have a kebab and you're like, gosh, am I ready for a nap now? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's worth it. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so Kit Kat's on the ice folks, sell Germany or Heilbronn, so, wherever yeah. you guys win, so. wherever the series ends, Kit Kat's on the ice. I'll take the fine. I'm not going to pay it. So <laughs> bring the noise, right? It wasn't so. the team's fault. It was my fault. Don't, don't, <laughs> right. Don't be uh fining heresy. that's funny but seriously thanks man it's been so much fun catching up and i wish you guys nothing i hope you guys win i it's neat for me to get to talk to you again and catch up with you and see we give our best i'm pretty but it's pretty cool um, that you become a captain dude and uh and that means a lot and it should mean a lot to you because being named the captain of a pro hockey team is a pretty cool deal and yeah, uh, for sure. that I played with you and now I get to see you again and that you're still doing it and you're a shed guy. I'd love it. <laughs> Cause you were just a puppy when I played with you, you know? Yeah, that's true. I think I was 19 or something. Yeah. Yeah. You were a young yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And now to see that you're a captain of a second league team, that's pretty sweet, man. <laughs> yeah. So go Selber wolves. Right. And this has been another episode. As files and hockey tales with Richie and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. And that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott from San Diego fans. I'm like Pete Southtown fans. I'm always speaking my mind when I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend in my own mind. I'm good for some, but I'm not.